Local for you, Butler and Grundy counties. It's the all-new 99 The Wave. You're tuned in to 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg, an on-the-go media station. The following is a production of Radio On The Go Sports. Find everything all right? Yeah. Hey, clean up on aisle four. Clean up in produce. Seven days a week. Price check on honeydew. Whipped cream on aisle 10. Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh, good. KQCR 98.9 FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Football Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school football coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of football meat and produce. The Brothers Market Football Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you, next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moenkel, happy you're with us for this week five edition of the program. Let's run through the scores from Friday night. South Winnesheek beat AGWSR 16-12. Number five in 1A Denver beat Applington Parkersburg 48-0 as aired on 99 The Wave. Newman Catholic beat Belmont Clummy 28-20. Esterville Lincoln Central beat Clary and Goldfield Dows 31-14. Number 9 and 8-man Clarksville beat Turkey Valley 62-22. Number 8 and 1-8 Dyke New Hartford beat Central Springs 55-0. Humboldt beat number 6 and 3-A Hampton Dumont Cal 14-7, as aired on 104.9 KLMJ. Iowa Falls Alden beat Vinton Shellsburg 43-30. North Butler beat BCLUW 21-7. South Harden beat East Marshall 55-20. And number 5 in Class A West Hancock beat West Fork 62-0. On Thursday, number 1 in 1A Grundy Center defeated Waterloo Columbus 21-14. We'll get started with the Brothers Market Coaches Show next on 99 The Wave. There are a lot of September savings this week at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. What are the deals? Well, the deals this week at Brothers Market include Frito-Lay party-sized chips, two bags for $9. Family-sized General Mills cereals for just $3.99. Other specials include Oscar Mayer Deli Meats for $3.99 or Lunchables, Oscar Mayer Lunchables, three for $5. There are many other regular specials. Plus, don't forget those digital coupons on the Brothers Market mobile app for even more savings. Shop the stores in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. It's Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Athens and Parkersburg head coach Alex Pollock. Uh, the Falcons fell at Denver 48 to nothing on Friday night in week five. Coach, a very, very tough night, uh, all things considered. Uh, obviously, the, the weather was not in your favor. Uh, obviously, you know, same for both teams. Can't really use that as an excuse. But, um, you know, Denver was able to assert their will, it seemed. Uh, what are kind of your opening thoughts after this uh, tough road loss here on Friday night? You know, it was, it was tough. It was, uh, it was frustrating. Um, you know, it just, it, it seemed like whatever we tried to do on both sides of the ball, um, just, you know, was not, was not very successful. Um, you know, we, it's, uh, you know, we, we were obviously playing a, a bigger and, and stronger, uh, team than ourselves last night. And, um, uh, you know, when you do that, you got to do something well, you have to do something well to give yourself a chance. And last night we just, we did not do that. So it's, um, uh, you know, we, we, we've got to, 
we've got to get more physical and, and I don't know if that's just a light switch type thing that we got to turn on or, or whatever it is, but you know, we got guys playing really tentative right now and, and, you know, being the, being the nail, not so much the hammer. And um, you know, that's, that's got to change here real fast. You know, we're uh, you know, we're battling for a playoff spot and um, you know, there's, we've got three games left to, to kind of accomplish those goals and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it, nothing's going to matter if we don't play more physical on, on both sides of the ball. So, um, you know, tough night, like you said, um, you know, we're, we got to look at the positives and the negatives. And, you know, unfortunately there's, there's quite a few negatives after that one. Yeah. And uh, just, uh, just a couple questions uh, related to the game specifically, um, you know, that, that power eye that Denver runs, um, obviously they were able to do it very effectively. Um, their main running back, Mike Greer, had over 300 yards uh, rushing out of that uh, out of that formation tonight. Um, just your thoughts on you know how well Denver was able to run that and how it how when they run it so well like that makes it um, tough to defend against. You know, obviously, with their size advantage as well. Well, you know they put their their two uh, two big tackles together and and just kind of said here we're going and um, you know we really didn't have an answer for it. You know it's it's one of those deals where um, you know you finally do play it well and then and then you miss a tackle and, and Greer breaks a long one just you know just because of him so it was um you know just inconsistent like I said um you know again if, if you're going to be undersized you got to do you got to do things well and and technique wise you know we got to be well I mean we're never going to use the use the excuse of hey we got double teamed or or we're small or whatever i mean that's just the way it is and and uh you know we got to use our technique we can't freak out in moments like that and um you know they were able to just go straight ahead at us for the majority of the night and um you know have their way up front so it's uh it's something that you know we got to figure out um you know that's one of one of many things we got to figure out at this point but um you know I, we we do have good kids we really do it's it's just a matter of uh you know just continuing to trust the technique and and like I said, you know, turning that light switch on, saying, "Hey, I it, now is my time to be more physical and and stuff like that." So, um, you know, luckily we've got some time left. We got some practice left to do, and um, you know, I think uh, I think we're gonna have a big week of practice this week and hoping for a big bounce back next week. You bet. And then uh, on the flip side, um, you, when it comes to well, uh, when you guys run offense, um. You had a couple of big plays, uh, mostly on the ground. There were a few, uh, a few, a few uh, big, uh, big hitters over the air that uh, were either underthrown or were defended. Well, things of that nature. But uh, aside from a few big plays, um, the offense had a really tough time getting things going tonight. Uh, what would I know? You got some guys missing, of course. But uh, what are some of the biggest things that you attribute that to, and really being unable to get much established on offense here tonight? Well, you know, I think offensively, um, you know, obviously, you know, the weather didn't help. Um, you know, we we did do a couple good things. Um, you know, like you said, we we you know we ran the ball at times, um, but just the consistency was not there. You know, and and we really needed to have um, some decent weather so we could throw the football um, tonight. And and obviously that was the exact opposite of that. So. Um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we're looking at some some different things right now about, you know, expanding, um, you know, some different things, um, trying some different things out without totally ruining what we've uh, worked really hard for the last couple of weeks. But, um, you know, like we just we just got to we got to trust the technique. You know, I, I think that's the biggest thing. As long as we, we do what we're told, 
um, and do it to the best of our abilities and play with good pad level. You know, I think we can move the ball on people. It's just, you know, last the last couple of weeks, we've played some really good teams and, um, you know, not had much consistent success doing that. So, um, you know, we're going to we're going to continue to push it. We're going to continue to um, use our older guys. And, you know, you mentioned getting some some guys back from injury. I mean, we're we're as dinged up as we've been in a long time right now. So um, hopefully we can get a couple of those guys back next week. Um, and so hopefully, you know, throw the ball around a little bit and, and, uh, you know, all that type of stuff. So, um, got to get in the training room, got to get, uh, got to get fixed up and, and, uh, you know, got to have a good week of practice. I'll resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg football coach, Alex Pollock next on the brothers market coaches show. With over 70 years of combined automotive experience, here's more about choosing Pit Stop in Parkersburg. Pit Stop Auto Service and Detailing is your trusted vehicle care solution. AC, tires, brakes, routine maintenance, cleaning, detailing, and more. We'll keep your auto running right and looking sharp. Visit Dean, Gary, or Colton in Parkersburg. Pit Stop Auto Service and Detailing. This is Dean Everts. Trust your vehicle through Pit Stop Auto Service and Detailing. Highway 14 North, Parkersburg. Pit Stop, your home for winning service. Now this from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle, while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. This is Michelle at AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. Come see us today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. This is AP Appliance Heating and Cooling on the corner of Lincoln and Highway 57 in Parkersburg or on our website, apappliance.net. Years of planning and months of construction have come to completion, and Parkersburg's all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust is now open. With the most modern technologies combined with a comfortable atmosphere, the new Greenbelt Bank and Trust gives you the best banking experience. Leading the way throughout North Iowa and now Parkersburg. Hi, this is Kyle Rice and our staff looks forward to showing off our new digs. Stop by right across from Quickstar and Parkersburg. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I now resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg football coach Alex Pollock on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. A good turnaround is going to take some some good leadership. What are kind of the, the general expectations? I know you have a lot of guys that, you know, these last couple games are definitely not going to be sitting well with them. Um, what are kind of your expectations from your senior leadership here's uh as you move into next week and you know hopefully uh go for that to first district win next week well you know i think it's it's uh it, it is just that like we need to have positive leadership um and when we've had that this year i mean that's not that's not a question i think our our seniors every week they feel like they can go into the game and win um you know the, you know the big part right now is just is getting healthy so we so we stand a chance and um you know, our, our seniors do a good job of just, you know, leading by example. And, uh, you know, we've got some good vocal leaders as well, but, you know, we just need more of them back right now. I think that's, that's a big deal. And, um, you know, with that, I think we'll gain some confidence because um, it seems like, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've really lost that confidence, but, um, you know, in the same sense, just, you know, really riding our seniors, uh, you know, they're, they're good kids. They really are. And uh, we've had a gauntlet of a schedule so far this year. It's uh you know, to play the, what, the number one, the number two, and the number, what, six teams in the state over the last four weeks. It just seems, it seems a little crazy, but, um, you know, that's, it is what it is. You know, they they didn't call us and ask us and see who we wanted to play this year, it seems like. So, um, 
we'll we'll do it. You know, we'll do it. I I, I still have confidence in us. I, I feel like there's a lot of belief in the room and um, you know, if we can if we can get things turned around here, hopefully, you know, making the playoffs will we'll feel good because we've been battle tested. You know, we've been really battle tested. And uh, next week, it's back on the road again uh, to Central Springs. You're going there two straight years now. But uh, your thoughts on uh, facing them next week? Uh, obviously, you know, they're probably picked as one of the lower teams in the district. But uh, I know they got a lot of experienced guys. So what's kind of the outlook for them next week? You know, uh, haven't looked at a ton of them yet, um, but, you know, know they're a wing T team, kind of like we were to start the year. So there's familiarity there. Um, you know, I think their defense is 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 solid. Um, if I remember right, you know, they looking at scores and stuff, not so much last night, but, um, you know, scores throughout the year, you know, they haven't they haven't been giving up a ton of points. So, um you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna have to improve. We really are. And, and, you know, looking at every game as it's the, the, you know, playoff game for us, because we're, we're getting down to that right now. So um, a little bit longer drive for us, but um, this time of year, as long as the weather's nice, uh, it's, it's actually kind of relaxing and enjoyable to take that hour and 20 minute trip or whatever it's going to be. So, um, you know, looking forward to it really am, you know, looking forward to getting back at practice and, um, you know, seeing what we can do to to turn this thing around and, and like you said, hopefully make a playoff push here. All right. Well, I think that just about covers it for this one, but anything else you want to share before we wrap up here? Uh, no, I, you know, thanks to the, thanks to the, the crowd that, that came to the game. Um, that was uh, not fun conditions, um, you know, stepping in, in, in five inches of uh, water on the sidelines is not ideal, but um, we, we, again, had a, had a good crowd, um, and I want to thank those guys for, for braving the elements and all the kids that drove up uh, to support their classmates. That was pretty cool. All right, AP football coach Alex Pollock, thanks so much for the time, Coach, and we'll catch you next week. All right, thank you. More of the Brothers Market Coaches show is coming up next. Radio on the go news covering North Iowa with over 35 years of experience and local relationships. Catch Brian Fancher with local news on 99, the wave. Welcome back to the brothers market coaches show. I'm now joined by Dyke New Hartford football coach, Don Betts. The Wolverines are coming off a 55, nothing home win over central Springs on homecoming night as well. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Um, you're at, you guys are able to uh, get the job done against central Springs. Um, your initial thoughts on this win, how your team was able to set the tone early. Uh, you took a big lead after the first quarter. Uh, how were you able to do that and ultimately get the get the job done here in this one? Well, thanks for having me on, John. Um, yeah, our, our kids came out ready to play, and uh, we got after them right away. Really set the tone early on uh, with them. Um, they received the opening kickoff, uh, uh, went three and out. And uh, on our first play, Colin Meester hit Devin Lotz on a 70-yard touchdown pass. And uh, uh, the kick was no good, but uh, we were, were up early uh, and uh, had an interception then later in the first quarter. Noah Borchling got an interception, returned it down to the 15-yard line. Michael Walston took it in uh, for a touchdown. Um, on the very next series, Jack Severson had an interception, uh, returned it down to the 27-yard line. Um, and Colin Meester hit uh, Carson Costello um, on the very next play. So we were up 20 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. So, um, you know, we, we were playing well both sides of the ball. Our defense was uh, doing what it needed to do, and uh, our offense kind of got uh, on track a little bit last night. So um, added another one in the second quarter. Um, 
following uh, uh, another interception. Jace Jensen had an interception. I took that down to the 30-yard line, and uh, uh, Noel Borchling took it in on a seven-yard run. So we're up 27 and nothing at halftime and uh, uh, felt good about uh, the, the first half. Um, second half, uh, we were able to uh, uh, start rotating kids in there, and uh, um, we uh, uh, scored a couple touchdowns. Uh, Cole McCumber got one in the third quarter, and uh, and then uh, Colin Meester had a 30-yard run for a, a touchdown, and it was 41 to nothing at the end of third. And uh, got a lot of kids in the fourth quarter uh, to play, and uh, um, Dev Davis, a sophomore running back, he had a touchdown, uh, and uh, Tyler Bakken uh, had a one-yard touchdown run um, after a, a fumble recovery by uh, Dawson Dietrich on the 20-yard line. So our defense really set us up well, and our offense took advantage last night, um, and, and it was just a, a good uh, homecoming win for us. You bet. So your offense uh, puts up a season-high 55 points here against Central Springs. Um, your thoughts on how you guys were able to really get things going offensively? It sounds like there were some real real quick strikes last night as well. Um, just your thoughts on uh, the strides that you guys were able to make on offense uh, against Central Springs last night. Well, we've, we've said all year long that our offense was going to be a work in progress. And uh, we we played a knuckle-buster of a schedule uh, for the first four weeks. And uh, uh, you know, it it, it uh, didn't allow us to get uh, real comfortable doing some of the things that we want to be able to do. Um, Central Springs has a nice football team. Uh, uh, Coach Blickenfelder does a nice job up there. Um, you know, he's he's uh, made strides with that program. They've got some some good kids, but uh, they they haven't been maybe the level of competition we saw the first four weeks. And we were able to jump out early and get some things going and. Uh, once once we got on a roll, um, things started to click, and then lots of times that happens uh, to you offensively. Once things start to click, um, you just kind of get on a roll with stuff, and we were last night. Um, a lot of stuff was working well for us, and we kind of got into that rhythm offensively that we want to be in uh, where we could uh, throw the ball and, and uh, run the ball and uh, balance things out a little bit that way. Our playmakers stepped up. Um, we've got a, a lot of playmakers on this team. It's just taken a while for things to click, but uh, we took another big step uh, in, in the right direction last night offensively. And then on the flip side of defensively, um, how, how are you guys able to fly around out there, really exploit Central Springs' offense? Obviously, you know, you shut it down for the entire night because you held them off the scoreboard. Is it kind of a similar story? You know, things were really starting to click just like things were offensively? Yeah, and, and I think defensively we've played extremely well all year long. Um, you know, we've uh, kind of hung our hat on our defense uh, through the first four games uh, uh, of that tough schedule, and our de- our defense has responded very, very well. Um, you know, our, our front front four with uh, um, Tate DeBurr and, and uh, Zach Edelman and Ty Deering and uh, Jack Haynes, uh, they've been solid all year long. Um, they, they get off blocks. They, they get to the football. Um, you know, you, you, you've got to be able to get to the football. That's the most important part of the tackle is getting there. And the most important part of getting there is, is, is wanting to. And our kids get off blocks and fly to the football. Uh, Noel Borchlein and uh, um, Jack Severson, an inside backer, have been uh, great all year. 
and our secondary has been solid. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that uh, the defense has kind of set the tone for us this year on the things that we want to do. Um, one of the things I was uh, excited about last night, uh, we have uh, uh, had an opportunity to get a lot of guys in that hadn't been able to play maybe as much as, as we would have liked to in, in the first four games. And defensively, they were flying around and making plays uh, just like the, the starters were. And uh, uh, that was exciting to see that those, uh, those younger guys were in there um, flying around and making plays. So um, we've uh, um, taken a good step with, with the win last night. But, uh, um, you know, we, we knew that we would be uh, a team that could progress all season long and get better as the year went along. I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford football coach Don Betts next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. PSB Insurance Agency and Grinnell Mutual understand the value of teamwork. That's why they are looking forward to the accomplishments of the hardworking student-athletes in their community. Every achievement, big and small, is worth celebrating. Trust in teamwork, trust in tomorrow. Contact Tom Beving your local Grinnell Mutual agent at PSB Insurance Agency in Dyke today. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Landis is excited for fall and harvest time. Area Landis locations are taking grain and offer agronomy services for your farming operation. They have the latest add-on micronutrients for your dry fertilizers like ProCoat BCMZ and ProCoat Zinc, as well as nitrogen stabilizers for anhydrous ammonia. See Landis offices in Packard, Plainfield, Bristol, Green, Dyke, and New Hartford, who wish all their customers a safe and successful season on the farm, in the field, and on the road. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. And I resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford football coach Don Betts on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your thoughts on who some of the standout performers were that, you know, some of those guys that um, kind of stood out and uh, deserve the the recognition, I have to imagine. Quite a few guys, though, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, you know, I, I think offensively, Colin Meester is starting uh, to see the field uh, uh, much better now. And, and you know, as, as a quarterback, it just takes a while for those things to click for you. And he's got enough games under his belt that he's starting to see those things now. And, uh, you know, that's he took a, a big step forward last week, and I thought he took another one last night. Um, uh, and, 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 you know, that's, that's going to benefit our offense definitely when your quarterback's able to see the field and get the ball to our playmakers. And, and we've got playmakers. Uh, Carson Costello, Devin Lotz both had – uh, uh, great games like again last night, um, and then in the, in the backfield we've got Noah Borchardine and uh, 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 Michael Walston, uh, who both uh, had great games. But it, it offensively comes down to that offensive line, and and uh, you you've got to develop that uh, rhythm and that trust of each other, and and uh, it, it's got to got to fit together pretty good. And and those guys are starting to to get that together. You know we've we start a sophomore at center in Dawson Dietrich. Uh, he's made a lot of progress. Uh, and, and then uh, Zach Edelman's our only senior. Uh, and then we've got Colton DeWall and um, Tate DeBurr and uh, Lou Texter uh, and Jack Haynes are tight end. And, and those guys are all juniors. And uh, it's just taken them a while to get there, but uh, they played very, very well last night. Uh, really happy with the progress we've made. 
And then as far as uh, some of those guys that uh, don't get to play as often, uh, what did you like about some of those uh, guys that you were able to – what did you like that you saw from some of those guys that you were able to cycle in throughout the, the night last night that uh, don't typically get to see the field too much on a varsity? Well, one of uh, as, as I mentioned, I, I just love the way they flew around the defense. Uh, sometimes you you put your backups in, and the other team has their starters in, and they're you know they move the ball all over the place and whatnot. But uh, that wasn't the case last night. Uh, our our uh, backups came in and uh, really got after them defensively. Uh, offensively, we were able to move the ball. They had kids coming off the ball and uh, uh, up front and. Uh, our young running back was running hard. And, um, you know, those those are fun things to see when you're able uh, to get those kids in the game. They put a lot of time and effort into practice. And you want to reward them by getting them in the, in the ball game and letting them play too. And, uh, you know, some of our juniors and a couple of seniors who don't play a lot, I was really, really excited to see those kids get in and get a chance to play. So big picture here, you're a two and zero in district play. Um, you know the best you can ask for after two uh, the first two weeks of, of district action. But um, at this point, you know it's it's you and Denver tied atop the district standings after Sumner Fredericksburg beat MFL Marmac last night. So just your thoughts on um, the position your team has put itself in here off to this two and zero start in uh, district play, and things are you know looking good from from that standpoint, obviously. Yeah, and and that's that's one of those things you you focus on one game at a time and don't uh, get too far ahead of yourself. Um, but we're we're in a, a, a good position right now. Uh, we've still got uh, Denver and MFL next week on the schedule. Uh, Denver's the last game of the year. AP uh, sandwich in between there. So those those are going to be three solid games for us. Um, there's um, uh, a tough schedule left to go. Uh, we're we're happy with where we're at. Uh, we'll get things switched around here and get dialed in on on MFL. Uh, they've got a really good football team, and and Sumner Fred must have really played well last night uh, to pull off the upset up there. Um, and I I haven't seen any film on it yet, but I'm sure we'll get to that here today yet. But um, you know MFL's uh, uh, was my pick to, to probably win the district, so. Uh, they're they're going to come in here upset next week, uh, knowing that their back's up against the wall. And uh, our kids are going to definitely have to be ready to, to uh, strap it on and get after them because it, 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 it's going to be a good ball game, I think. It really is. Yeah, it should be a high-powered matchup next week. Um, just uh, your thoughts on what they bring to the table. I know it's uh, probably a lot of the same guys that uh, were on last year's team that uh, knocked you guys out of the out of the postseason. So I have, I have to imagine that uh, – you know, your team is going to have that uh, in the back of their minds as well with uh, MFL Marmac uh, coming to your place next week. Yeah, they were fairly young last year, and they bring a lot of those kids back. I, I know they lost the Decker kid who was a big play, big strike guy for them, a wide receiver. But um, they bring back uh, the, the Powell kid, um, who, who I thought was one of the better backs that we saw last year. Um, they bring him back. They were They were big up front. Uh, they had some really young linemen uh, who played really well against us up there at their place. And, uh, um, you know, they're all back. So I, they, I I really think they're the real deal. I have thought that all along. Um, they're going to be a um, Winty-based team, uh, similar to what we saw last night. 
um, want to run the football at you but can throw the football. Uh, they've been explosive this year, and, and defensively they've, they've really put the clamps on people. Uh, they're really aggressive defensively in what they do. Um, they, they stunt and slant and, and move the people around a lot, which makes it difficult on, on your offense. But uh, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be uh, ready to roll when they get in here. They, they know their back's kind of up against the wall. And uh, I, I know they'll be ready to go when they get here. All right, Coach, uh, just about out of time today. But anything else you'd like to share about your team or about uh, last night's win before we wrap up today? Uh, just really proud of our effort. Uh, that we put in this year. Um, we knew coming in that uh, we had one of the toughest schedules in the state of Iowa, and uh, our kids uh, just rolled up their sleeves and, and got to work, and uh, uh, we put ourselves in a, a really good position. We've, we've lost a couple close ones, but uh, we've, we've grown uh, from, from those losses, and uh, I like where we're at right now. Uh, we have things we still can improve on, and, and I'm sure our kids will, but uh, – just really proud of the effort that our kids have put into getting better this year. All right, Dyke New Hartford football coach Don Betts, thanks so much for the time, Coach, and uh, best of luck here against MFL Marmack next week. All right, thanks, John. More of the Brothers Market Coach Show is coming up next. Buying groceries? Well, go to the Brothers Market mobile app for some great deals this week. That includes digital coupons on the mobile app like Jif Peanut Butter for $3.99, Smithfield Bacon for $3.99, another digital coupon, Pillsbury Cookies for $2.99, Sliced Loaf Cakes for $3.99, Sabra Hummus for just $2.49, and the app deal of the week from Brothers Market, Tyson Anytizers for just $2.99. Get that Brothers Market mobile app on your phone, save at checkout, Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by AGWSR football coach James Cope. A 16 to 12 loss at South Winnesheek on Friday night. Uh, coach, it looks like uh, South Win took a, kind of a, an early lead, 14 nothing, but you guys fought back. Ultimately, came up short. Uh, just walk me through this one and uh, how things ultimately came up short for your team tonight. Well, we uh, we got the opening kickoff. And the first play from scrimmage, uh, I don't know if Caden Abbas ran the ball 80 yards, um, but he ended up getting tackled on the 10-yard line. And that just kind of started how the night was going to go. I mean, we had uh, four downs to score a touchdown and got stopped on the two, but we fumbled the ball rolled into the end zone. We fell on it. Um, but the way it was explained to me, the official was going to put his hands up to signal touchdown for us, uh, but inadvertently blew his whistle instead. So we didn't get the touchdown and we got stopped on the uh, redo. So, um, you know, and, and, and so, um, you know, I don't even know what it was. If it was seven to nothing at halftime, maybe. Um, and then you are correct. They were up 14 to nothing. Um, you know, but we kick off to start the second half. Um, get a stop. I mean, they drove the ball, but we got a stop. They had to punt because they were on their side of the 50. Um, we, we drew up a you know, something that was in our offense but hadn't run, and we made sure that the kids, you know, we went out, came out in a different formation 
came out in double tight eye and um, had it all blocked, drawn up at halftime. Um, and uh, Kay Navis, you know, our tailback lost the ball. Uh, it was blocked well. There was a giant hole, but we fumbled. And that was our only possession of the third quarter. So, um, you know, again, it, it was just – it. They made more plays than us. I mean, they had four fumbles. They lost two. We had five fumbles. We lost four. Um, you know, our our center quarterback exchanges have been um, uh, lacking, I guess would be a good word, uh, in consistency all season. Uh, you throw the, the rain uh, – steady rain downpour times uh into the mix and that complicated things and then our running backs couldn't hold on to the ball tonight um you know we were still it sounds like a broken record i'm sure anybody who listens every saturday but we're still uh very inconsistent in our offensive line i mean some of our linemen are um way more consistent than others but we still had people running through the gaps in our offensive line and um, you know, I'll just stop there because as the offensive line coach, it's about as frustrating as I've been, uh, coaching linemen in 25 years. So, um, and again, it's, it's not, it's, it's a combination of things, John. I mean, um, some of it was lack of preparation on certain kids parts throughout the team. Uh, you know, they, they did not, uh, commit themselves to getting better in the weight room this off season. And, and that shows because we're, we're not as strong as we could be and we're not as quick as we could be. Um, you know, and then we're, we're still just inconsistent on things we work on every day at practice, uh, which is frustrating. Um, you know, but the, the good thing is, is, you know, I have not been able to say all season that our kids, uh, aren't giving me a hundred percent because they, they're always giving us a hundred percent. They always fight uh, to the end of the ball game, but there's, you know, there's just some things that, uh, you know, like I said, that the, the stuff we uh, didn't commit to in the off season just rears its ugly head quite often. And um, you know, there's, there's nothing you can do about that at this point in the season. So, um, you know, and it was very wet, you know, I'm not, uh, Obviously, you don't want your running backs to fumble ever, but, um, you know, the, the rain was uh, was one of those things, John. If, uh, if uh, we had rain like that off and on all summer, we'd probably have 200 bushel corn instead of whatever the farmers have, so uh, or 300 bushel corn. So um, it was a great rain, um, you know, and, and a much-needed rain, but, uh, yeah, it didn't help us because we lost four of those fumbles. And, you know, in the second half, we'd get a fumble. Um, and then two plays later, we'd fumble it right back. And, um, you know, to Southwind's credit, um, they capitalized uh, a couple more times. Um, you know, I thought about it the two-hour trip home, you know, while I'm driving. And, you know, one of the coaches asked, why didn't we kick a PAT the first um, – touchdown we had to make it 14 to 7 and you know that's an issue from practice again you know our our snaps for PAT aren't consistent um we're not always consistent kicking the PATs at practice and so 
you uh, inflate everything with, with uh, you know, you make everything wet with rain and, and stuff like that. And as a coach, you begin to second guess whether or not, uh, you know, it's better to go for it on or go for two instead of one. And, um, you know, maybe it's maybe it's a 14-14 game. Um, you know, and we, we, uh, make a different decision on offense. You know, we had to throw the ball at that point in the game. Maybe we run the ball instead, uh, you know, if it's 14 to 14. So those are just things as a head coach, I can second guess myself on too. Um, you know, at least until we play Wapsie on Friday. So, um, but that's kind of how the game went. Um, you know, that we knew they were going to fight hard. They didn't do anything. Uh, different than what we expected. It's just they could run their triple option consistently in the rain, uh, except for those four fumbles, and and we could not run our offense consistently in the rain. So um, Colin had some nice completions to Gabe, and uh, Talon Muchler, I think, had a couple grabs maybe, and that might not be true. Caden Abbas had a really nice catch uh, for a touchdown uh, we we moved him out to receiver on some formations, and he had a, I believe, a kickoff return for a touchdown. So, um, again, it, it wasn't uh, a lack of effort on the kids. The kids, uh, you know, give us the best that they can, and uh, it wasn't good enough tonight. I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR football coach James Cope next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Are you ready to take your education to new heights? Whether you're a high school graduate, a working professional seeking career advancement, or someone looking to explore new passions, Ellsworth Community College has the perfect courses for you. ECC's experienced faculty and state-of-the-art facilities are dedicated to providing you with a top-notch educational experience. From hands-on programs to transfer-ready courses, Ellsworth has a wide range of options to suit your goals and interests. Line up a visit to Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls or visit ellsworthcollege.com and take that first step towards success today. For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services agents have built relationships with you, one conversation at a time. And we're as committed as ever to providing you with that level of service. As part of your community, we're here for you, answering insurance questions and helping make sure your financial goals are on track. I'm Farm Bureau agent, Barry Hoffmeister. Stop by or call me at 641-847-2376. Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's your future. Let me help you protect it. Ackley Medical Center is hosting a drive-up flu shot clinic on Saturday, September 30th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. in the clinic parking lot. The cost is $30. Cash, check, or credit card, insurance will be filed with a copy of your card. This clinic is available for adults and children ages six months and older. High-dose flu vaccinations will be available through filing of insurance only. No other payment option will be available. Ackley Medical Center is healthcare you can count on. I now resume my conversation with AGWSR football coach James Cope on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. This week, as opposed to, uh, you know, like last week against Nashville Plainfield, you know, you were at least, uh, you know, in putting yourself in position to, you know, potentially win the game. It ended up being a close game. It was 14-12 for a while until late, until that uh, South Winnishik safety late. But, um, you know, just uh, your thoughts on how your team was able to at least, you know, compete and, uh, you know, put themselves in much better uh, position, even though I'm sure you're not in moral victories, but uh, your team was in a much better position tonight as opposed to, you know, the last couple of weeks with uh, Nashville Plainfield and North Tama. 
Yeah, and that, and that's true, but um, you know, some of that is you know Nash was one and or uh, Southwind is one and three like we are. Um, Nash was undefeated. Um, I think North Tama lost to Wapsi tonight, if I'm not mistaken. But um, you know, they're they're two and three now, so and they have two wins in the district. So, uh, you know, I I think. Uh, and and this is not a shot at uh, Southwind. They have a quality program up there, but uh, Nashville Plainfield's quite a bit better uh, than they or us uh, are. So, um, you know, we were we were evenly matched tonight, um, and a position in a in a need um, must needed win for the district, um, and and we just didn't get it. Uh, Southwind. Uh, came out and uh instead of us spoiling their homecoming they they have a homecoming victory and uh something to celebrate yeah and so uh now that you're uh you get a chance to regroup here next week uh in preparations for um yeah wapsie valley coming up next week um your thoughts on uh how you're gonna attack this week and obviously you know the only thing you can do you do at this point is you know flush it and uh keep uh keep plugging away yeah, you you uh, continue to watch film on Monday, and uh, you know continue to scour your coaching books and and YouTube for uh, you know those quality offensive linemen line coaches that uh, have different drills, and you keep trying to find different ways to uh, teach the same concept and hope that something's going to click, um, consistently click. It's like I said, our our kids. Uh, with their effort, they make plays. We just we just can never seem to consistently make them on offense. We're a little bit more consistent on defense. Um, but uh, you know, and that the the irony of that, John, is you know you got the same kids on both sides of the ball with a few changes. So um, you know, and and uh, you know, another positive thing is we've got some young kids uh, that are getting some. Uh, valuable experience. I mean, Gage Van Lowe is a freshman and he is playing both sides of the ball uh, just about every snap. And and uh, personally, I hate playing freshmen uh, because uh, the physical jump between junior high football and varsity football is just uh, too great. But we are in a position where Gage has to play and uh, he's consistently uh, one of our top four D linemen and one of our top five offensive linemen. And so he's got to be on the field. So, uh, you know, he's getting valuable experience. That's going to pay dividends for him in the next three years. Um, you know, and we have some other freshmen that are getting some reps also. So, um, you know, those are positive things. Um, the seniors are continuing to work hard and our captains are still uh, working hard leading the team. And, um so we just we just have to you know focus on Monday what Wapsie Valley does. Uh, most of what Wapsie Valley does, they do well, um, you know, and they're consistent uh, every year. Uh, they're consistent in what they do. I mean, you know, you you play Wapsie Valley, you're going to get an I formation on offense and uh, a four or five man front on defense and. Um, they're consistently good at that every year. Um, and that's why they're in the top two in the district every year, uh, the last three years. So, um, 
we know what we're going to get from them also. Um, I don't foresee any surprises from Wapsie. And then, you know, we just have to game plan and figure out if we can find um, enough wrinkles or create enough wrinkles that we can give them a problem and uh, give us a shot at the end of the ballgame. All right, Coach. Well, you uh, answered my next question there about uh, Wapsie coming to your place next week. So I guess we'll just finish off with uh, any final thoughts that you want to share about your program before we uh, wrap up here. No, I like I said, John. I'm 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 proud of the kids that they continue to uh, give us the effort they're giving. They're they're giving us a hundred percent of what they've got to give. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, if you can look yourself in the mirror and say, "I've given a hundred percent, coach," and this is all I've got left to give, and I I think you know um, they do that consistently, uh, then. Um, you know, what happens, happens. So um, as long as we continue to do that, uh, we can keep working on things and keep building uh, to that next uh, win. Our AGWSR football coach, James Cope, thanks so much for the time, Coach, and uh, best of luck next week here against Wapsie. Thanks for having me, John. More of the Brothers Market Coaches Show will continue next. Stock up in September and save at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Stop this week for Kraft Mac and Cheese, a five-pack for $3.99. Folgers Coffee, $7.99. Also, Brothers Market has bone-in pork steaks at $2.29 a pound. Gala apples for just $0.99, cents, plus many other specials throughout the store. Of course, they're open seven days a week. Highway 175 in Grundy Center, Highway 57 in Parkersburg. And don't forget to get additional discounts by checking the Brothers Market app it's brothers market where they treat you like family welcome back to the brothers market coaches show i'm now joined by grundy center football coach travis zajak as the spartans earned a 21 to 14 road win on thursday night over waterloo columbus coach thanks for taking a little bit of time here today um your initial thoughts on this win um a pretty close one didn't the offenses didn't really get going until the second half but uh uh how was your team able to come out on top in this one in a tough road environment on thursday night uh, just, I think probably just sheer guts from our kids, uh, and our, and our assistant coaches. I mean, they, we, we played really, really hard uh, again. Um, you know, we, we defensively, I thought we played, uh, outstanding football, uh, for about, you know, probably 45 minutes of the game. Um, unfortunately there are a couple, couple plays that they were able to get there in the fourth quarter to, to make it interesting but um you know we scored two defensive touchdowns uh we scored another touchdown in the fourth quarter offensively up 21 to 7 feeling really good about where we're at um, but we let them back into the game and we had to salt it away at the end of their offense uh, we were able to execute and come away with the win and um, it wasn't uh necessarily a thing of beauty but uh, really proud uh, gritty win for us a, a, a very much a character character win uh and kind of a, a uh, a tone setter for us as we look uh, look forward uh, to next week. Yeah, so uh, talking on a, a few things about this game, um, going back back to that first half, you have uh, that one defensive score with uh, with Tiernan Vokes in the first half, um, but offensively, what do you think? Uh, what were some of the biggest factors? What do you kind of attribute the kind of the the slow start offensively in that first half? That uh, I, I knew you drive you drove into opponent territory, but never found the end zone on, uh, offensively in the first half. Yeah, John, it was just a. It was hard to get into any sort of rhythm. You know, we uh, we were able to, to to drive the ball pretty successfully in the, the first series, but then a couple miscues, 
uh, we had to punt, and then it was it kind of felt like I was we were scrambling a little bit to, to catch back up just to find our, our groove and our tempo again, and then some untimely penalties hurt us as well, um, and it was just really hard to get any sort of traction. Uh, we were in, on on their side of the fifty a handful of times, and uh, we've got to find a way to, to, to continue to continue to move the ball, and that's. Uh, that's my responsibility, and uh, we'll, we'll get it cleaned up. But Columbus had a good plan. They're a talented, talented group of kids uh, over there. Uh, you know, so no apologies for finding a way to, to get it done, but um, we, we have a lot of work to do. Let's talk about uh, those two defensive scores. Uh, the first one happens in the uh, in the first half. Um, Tiernan invokes uh, recovers. It looks like it recovers a ball in the end zone for a touchdown. So a very short return there. And then on the flip side, in the second half, you have Colin Gordon taking one back 92 yards after uh, Columbus was driving, looking to tie the game. Have to imagine it was a complete pandemonium on the sideline there. But what can you say about your team's defensive scores and um, obviously, uh, that that one in the second half, I have to imagine, was a big momentum shift for your team. Yeah, well, you know, it's small school football. Our kids are playing offense or playing defense too, so it, it's just testament there. You know, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna stop. You know, the Tiernan's play, we had him pinned. Uh, I think we had him inside their five yard line, and Tiernan got it got the edge on his pass rush and was able to kind of get the quarterback wrapped up and. Uh, he threw it. And I, I can't. I haven't watched the film close enough yet. I can't tell if it was a fumble or if he threw the ball and like it bounced off the back of one of his offensive linemen and Tyrion just jumped up and picked it and, and grabbed it in the end zone. So that that was that touchdown. And then the play from Colin, the scooping score there uh, in the fourth quarter, that was a phenomenal play by Colin and Brody Zinkiel. I mean, the kid, uh, their tailback, so he's a burner. He can run really well. He's a track kid. Uh, he got to the edge. Brody was chasing from the backside. Colin got off the block. They both put their pads on him, and the ball just ended up the ground. It bounced right up to Colin, and he took off. And it was, it was chaos on our sideline. Of course, I'm stressed out about getting out of the, you know, the, the restricted area so you don't get a penalty on it or anything like that. And uh, uh, it was huge, huge play in the football game. And then uh, when it comes to that fourth quarter, just to kind of describe that that back-and-forth action there and how your team was ultimately um, able to salt it away and uh, kneel out the win. Well, it's 14-7. to seven. Um, You know, we get the ball back, they kick off to us, and we go on a drive and we score it. And we're up two touchdowns. Again, they were feeling really good. They get some chunk plays, and it's 21-14. Put our hands team on the field to recover the onside kick with, I don't know, a little over two and a half minutes left in the game. And um, we earned a first down, and then uh, they started using their timeouts. They had two left, and it was third and third and two. Um, tried right about the fifty yard line. Um, we were short. It's fourth and one. They used their last timeout, and it's fourth and one on the fifty. And I'm 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 definitely afraid to punt it back to them, just because they were in the groove offensively. They were starting to get some chunk plays on us, so uh, we decided to go for it. And our offensive line. Uh, our tight ends and our quarterback and our tailback, they found a way to get it done. Uh, we earned you know, two, three yards on fourth and, fourth and one. Uh, we're able to take a need to, to win it. Um, really cool atmosphere, cool environment, a great football game to be a fan at. Um, a, little, a little bit too stressful on the sideline, though, to be honest with you, John. <laughs> you bet. Um, big picture, though, um, your team um, is an experienced team and is battle-tested. What did you like about how they performed in those uh, clutch late-game scenarios last night? Well, it's just, uh, you know, these kids, they they don't ever quit. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, what the situation is. 
um, you know, my my job now is as the head coach, and you know, obviously with the assistant coaches, their their guidance as well is we gotta we have to we have to move forward. We have to learn. We have to we have to get we have to get better. Um, you know, we're gonna run into teams like Columbus again here. Um, you know, similar as far as you know, skill set being able to match us with skill, and you know, it's nasty up front, and it's gonna be who can play cleaner. You know, their their two turnovers were their backbreakers. They don't turn those two, those, you know, those two turnovers. Uh, they win that football game. So we have to, we have to coach them up. We have to get better. But uh, our kids, like always, will respond. And their response last night was outstanding. I couldn't be prouder of them. Um, tough situation, you know, t- tight turnaround. There's a Thursday night game, um, 7:30. So different time. It just there's a lot of things that were that could easily have been used as excuses by by our kids, and they refused to do that. They they found a way to get it done. I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center football coach Travis Ajak next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Over the years, many things in your life will change, including your insurance needs. If you can't remember the last time you reviewed your home insurance coverages, you could come up short following a loss. Hi, this is April Mulholland with Greenbelt Insurance Services. Call or stop into our office today for a complete review of your home insurance and make sure your policy is up to date and provides the coverage you need. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, Greenbelt Insurance Services offers local, personal service at competitive prices. A tradition of success. Greenbelt Insurance Services. Iowa Falls, Grundy Center, Ackley, Eldora, and Belmont. Now resume a conversation with Grundy Center football coach Travis Zajac on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Talking about some uh, standouts from last night. Uh, let's start on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, you have the the two guys uh, that got those those takeaways and Brody Zinkula and helping to force that uh, that second that's uh, second uh, scoop and score there as well. Um, talking about uh, Colin Gordon and Tiernan Vokes, of course, and then uh, leading tackler tackler Zinkula has ten. Pete Lebo nine. Uh, Riker Thorin has nine tackles uh, up there as well. Um, your thoughts on uh, some defensive standouts from last night? Well, those names really rise to the top, you know, looking at the statistics. But, um, you know, it's just the overall, as a unit, they, their determination and their, their grit, you know, they, they were on the field a long time. Uh, we had a real hard time getting them off the field where several situations where we had them at third and eight, third and ten, and they were able to convert first downs and extend those drives. And, again, kids didn't quit. You know, we uh, that scoop and score by Colin. Our kids were so excited, you know, and all the, the other 10 kids on defense, we were sprinting after Colin to celebrate. And um, uh, <laughs> I think we gassed ourselves up there in the fourth quarter. But, um, you know, we'll we'll get better for it. But uh, really proud of those those names that you mentioned. Um, Trent Caker, I said another solid game. Ryder Ross, uh, Harry Breckenich made some big plays uh, defensive end. Uh, it was an outstanding effort on that side of the ball. And then on the on the flip side on offense, um, no huge numbers it looks like uh, from anyone in particular on offense. Um, your team has 153 rushing yards on the night and uh, only 39 passing yards. But uh, Tanner Lauby leading receiver, three for 21. Um, just your thoughts on some of those uh, offensive performance performers and who stood out offensively? Well, like I, I think I mentioned earlier, John, penalties, untimely penalties were really a kicker, um, and. You know, we we struggled to establish any sort of rhythm uh, and flow to what we were doing. Um, you know, it became predictable down and distance situations, unfortunately. But you know, when we needed a drive, uh, we we got it done. You know, we, we kind of put it on our offensive line. 
and on uh, you know on, on Brody Zinkiel and Justin Knott and Colin Gordon to, to get it done, and they did. You know, able to score a touchdown there in the fourth quarter, and you know, we were, that was a penalty-free drive. You know, we didn't put ourselves behind, and that was kind of the difference, I think, in, in being able to, to extend it. But uh, they kept scrapping and finding a way uh, to get it done. And the, the stats are skewed. I think we ran three offensive plays in the third quarter. Um, that's a that's a recipe for, for for a loss most often. But again, testament to our kids for finding a way. So you would uh, you touch on this? Of course, you're playing a Thursday night game. Think that your uh, schedule gets changed up. But how might this team be able to use this uh, extra day of rest between games now uh, to their advantage as they prepare for South Harden next week? Well, if you think about it this way, John, we've been uh, we've been going since uh, July 31st, you know, with uh, team camp and then preseason practice, and now five weeks into the season. Um, so it's been a stretch for these kids. You know, this is a well-deserved three-day break. Um, you know, we're going to have no they have no football obligations Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and um, you know, I hope they're able to rest up a little bit. Next week's a big one. It's a homecoming game for us, hosting South Harden. Um, you know, when we're going to have our hands full of them, they're going to be very excited to come in here and try to win our homecoming. So uh, we'll be we'll be in a much better place come Monday physically, I think emotionally as well. Uh, and we're going to do, do all we can to, to put our kids in better positions next Friday night than we were last night. And just your initial thoughts on South Harden. Uh, obviously, it's uh, pretty early here after uh, that uh, that game against Columbus. But, um, you know, that's a team that, uh, you know, they're as of this interview, they're 2-2. Two and two. They play East Marshall on uh, Friday night. So, um, you know, I guess uh, they're going to be coming in probably with some momentum on their side for homecoming. Just your, your thoughts on facing them, uh, them next week. Well, it's, a, you know, another one of those natural rivalry, rivalry things. Uh, you know, we've played them the last two years in non-district. Now we have to be in the same district. And Coach Eller will have his kids ready to go. They'll be big and physical and want to establish a line of scrimmage like they typically will want to do. I haven't really watched enough footage of them to kind of see where they're at. I know, you know, week one they played uh, South Hamilton, and that was a very close football game. They were up big at AP, somehow gave that one away. And then they won their district opener at Albernet last week. So um, there will be a tough customer. There's no doubt about it. There'll they'll be plenty of amped up to come in and play. But, um, you know, we'll, after our experiences last night, um, you know, and then going back even to week one with that win up at Dyke, um, we we find a way. And our, our kids don't quit. They, uh, they're very, very proud Spartans. And I couldn't be prouder of them as their head football coach. All right, Coach, uh, just about out of time, but is there anything else you want to share about uh, the big win over Columbus or anyone else you'd like to recognize for their efforts before we wrap up today? Well, I'm just uh, top to bottom. You know, all of, our, all of our coaches and all of our kids last night, you know, my challenge to the team before we left the locker room at Columbus was, you know, empty the tank. You know, physically, if you're on the field and emotionally, if you're on the field, if you're on the sideline, you're not playing much. Be invested in the game. Be as loud as you can be, and it was really loud on our sideline. And our, we, had, we had a really big crowd on our side that followed us. It was really loud. Um, so there's a lot of energy at that place. Uh, not an easy place to play. Uh, and you know, kudos to Coach Schmidt and his staff up there at Columbus. They do a great job. But uh, Spartan Nation turned out last night. And um, I'm very, very proud to, to be the uh, head football coach here at Grundy Center High School. All right, that's Grundy Center football coach Travis Zajac. Appreciate the time, Coach. And uh, best of luck here next week against South Harden. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Go Spartans. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
There are a lot of September savings this week at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. What are the deals? Well, the deals this week at Brothers Market include Frito-Lay party-sized chips, two bags for $9. Family-sized General Mills cereals for just $3.99. Other specials include Oscar Mayer deli meats for $3.99 or Lunchables, Oscar Mayer Lunchables, three for $5. There are many other regular specials. Plus, don't forget those digital coupons on the Brothers Market mobile app for even more savings. Shop the stores in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. It's Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. It's time for another hour of your favorite yacht rock and classic hits. This is 99 The Wave. KQCR 98.9 Parkersburg. An on-the-go media station. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm talking with South Harden football coach Nick Eller. As the Tigers defeated East Marshall 55-20 here on Friday night to move to 2-0 in district play. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time. Uh, looked like a, kind of a back-and-forth uh, affair to start things off, but you pulled away in the second half. Just to give me your uh, rundown of this game and how you guys were able to pull away for this uh, big win on uh, homecoming night. Yeah, kind of an ugly game, honestly. Um, I thought East Marshall played really well, uh, especially the first half. Um, and we, we did not play our, our, our cleanest, best football. Uh, the first half especially, a little bit of the third quarter, then seemed to kind of find our groove and get going. Uh, but kind of started out the game back and forth, started with a couple of fumbles, hurt us, kind of put kind of gave them the momentum uh, to go up and get an easy score right off the opening kickoff, fumbled it. Um, give them an easy score to go go up right off the bat. So that just seemed to kind of kill our momentum right off the bat, uh, which is always tough to start the game that way. Um, then then thought we did a good job of kind of getting our bearings and got went back down, drove and scored and got the two point conversion made it eight to seven. Um, so it's kind of was hoping that we you know we'd flip the momentum, but then they aren't able to come back um, after uh, after uh, interception and come back down and score on us again uh, to make it. 14 to eight, um, and then we were able to we were able to get another score. Go back down, nice pass to Sam Benson in the end zone. Uh, he had a really nice receiving night tonight, three touchdowns, uh, around 80 yards. I think receiving had a really nice night, um, and um, it tied it up. And then and then able to get another touchdown right before halftime with about 30 seconds left on a, on a nice throw to or a nice run by Jackson Drew. We had a really nice night rushing. Um, and I think we went with like 223 yards, something like that. So just, uh, like I said, just a kind of a sloppy, a lot of penalties. We ended up with nine penalties, did not play very clean that way. So got to be a lot better than that going forward. Um, but just some wet balls here and there, even though didn't get it, didn't get any rain during the game, but the field was pretty wet from the rain earlier. Seemed to affect a little bit on both teams. Uh, but overall, just kind of a, Sloppy first half. Uh, didn't didn't seem like we were playing with that energy and that focus we needed to. Uh, but still, good to see that we were able to keep a lead at that time. At that point, not playing our best ball. Then um, the second half kind of started out a little bit slow to start the third quarter there, and then then seemed to kind of get our bearings and go. And that was when we, I think we started to play like we were, we should and we were supposed to. Um, some really nice runs by Jackson. Like you said, he had a ton of yards tonight. Um, Peyton Walter, quarterback, threw the ball pretty well, ended up with 120-some yards, uh, four touchdowns. So you look at the stats and go, wow, it was a, it was a pretty good night. I think we had over 500 yards of total offense um, and, and did you know did all those things we should do. Uh, but just tons of things that we kind of shot ourselves in the foot with. And East Marshall, like I said, played a, played a really good game, I thought. Really improved from past year, so it was, it was good to see that from them. 
uh, for Coach Lee. He's a good guy. So, uh, overall, really happy to get the win. Uh, homecoming, you never kind of know how you're going to come out and play. And I thought, you know, it was a little bit kind of that typical homecoming, kind of not su- super focused, but not horrible. Um, but then it seemed like we kind of got our bearings and played at the end of the, at the, end of the game, how I, how I want to see us playing heading into Grundy Center next week. Yeah, you bet. And uh, I think I saw on Twitter here somewhere you had 34 unanswered points in the second half. Um, so not only was your offense um, able to you know ramp up the intensity there in the second half, but you hold East Marshall off the board except for just the, that uh, one score there in the sixth uh, in the third quarter, I should say. Um, can you attribute that to like uh, halftime adjustments, or uh, how do you attribute your teams uh, you know seeming seemingly being able to turn it around like that in the second half? Yeah, we did make a few adjustments in the in the second half, just with mostly to do with our defense. Um, first half, they were they were really throwing some different routes and some passes at us that we weren't weren't quite sure of, and just didn't look very sound in it. And that's what kind of gave them a couple of those first few touchdowns. Um, and, and we just weren't making plays. Like I said, we weren't playing with that energy we need to on on any game, let alone you know you're playing in front of the big crowd with homecoming and that. Um, just didn't come out and put up the fire we need. And I thought at the second half. A little slow to start the first part of the first of the second half there, but then after that, really kind of found our niche, and then it seemed like you know it's kind of just feel like your sideline gets going, your crowd gets going, hit a couple scores, um, and the momentum just flipped completely, and then we kind of started rolling how we've been playing, you know, in the good games we've had this year, and that was good to see. Um, but a few a few adjustments just to their passing games, they were passing ball pretty well, got a nice quarterback, some good receivers. Um, and then, I, like I said, I think we just played with better energy coming out of halftime um, that, that was missing in the first half. Looking at the stats, it uh, looks like some of them are entered into bound here already. looks like you were able to get a lot of guys in the game uh, off the sidelines, some young guys, some sophomores, even a couple of freshmen. What did you like that you saw from some of those uh, younger guys that you are able to put in the game there uh, as it went on throughout the night? Yeah, a great game to get everybody in the game. I think every guy got at least a snap or two at least. Um, great to see that. Really, really was impressed with Ethan Lindsay. Thought he ran the ball well in the second half after we got Jackson Drew out of there. Um, he's a guy that's very capable uh, to, to run the ball and just had it's kind of your change of pace back. And Jackson's a, a grinder and a bull, kind of a bulldozer. Um, and Ethan's your kind of your scat speed back, but you know hard to see behind those linemen and everything. So it's it's a good change up. Really need to try and start working him into the offense more and more uh, as the year goes here. Um, and then, like I said, really saw some good things from, from Asher Stewart. I thought blocked really well and, ran, and caught the ball well for us tonight. A receiver who hasn't had a ton of ton of catches on the year anyway, but has played a lot for us. Um, and then really good running from Gavin Starr, Manning Fonts, Brant Alverson, guys like that that were in the end of the game there and just you know didn't didn't look like they were missing a beat going against varsity guys for the first time. So that was cool to see. Um, that way, and then also um, we had a lot of guys that have been just coming off some nagging injuries and tough, tough, just uh, just miss a game here for an injury, miss a game there. Uh, so a lot of guys that just kind of got kind of got their groove back tonight that we wanted to see play, see how they felt, um, and not hopefully you know not re-injure it, but also kind of get themselves ready to get full board for these next three weeks. They're going to be really tough. Uh, you had mentioned some of the offensive standouts like uh, Jackson Drury, 25 carries, 223 yards, uh, two scores, and a couple receivers as well. But on the flip side, on defense, um, I don't see any stats entered in for that, but anyone uh, defensively that uh, you want to recognize for their efforts here tonight? Yeah, our D-line played the best it's played all year. I uh, thought they really, really um, just 
line of scrimmage. I think East Marshall ended up with negative 21 rushing yards. Uh, so it's great stat by our defense for that. Um, gave up a hundred and some passing, like you said, but I thought East Marshall threw the ball really well at times. Uh, Caden Steading really stepped up, senior defensive tackle for us. Uh, was able to get three sacks tonight uh, with a lot of passes. You're going to get more chances. Thought he really played well. I thought Dax Thompson played really well um, at outside linebacker, defensive end for us. Really did a good job containing guys. Uh, just some different guys that were in our lineup of, of Lucas Perry and um, Casey Williamson, some of those guys that really stepped up that are freshmen and sophomores. I uh, really thought they played well. Drew Stansbury is just kind of a steady rock right there in the middle for us. Um, so just really impressed with just kind of just good team defense at most of the time. Like I said, just have a mental breakdown here or one guy miss a, miss a job here. Um, just seems to be catch us at times. And that's what some of those scores were to start the first half there. Uh, one guy not doing their job, another guy not doing his job, and boom, all of a sudden it's a big play. And, and it really wasn't a bad bad sequence on your whole defense, just maybe one guy. Uh, so I think we're learning that. I think we're getting better each week with that. Um, but heading into these big games these last three weeks, we're going to have to be sound the entire game. Uh, we were last week for Salvador most of the time. We've got to really work on, on being that way again this coming week going into Grundy. I'll resume my conversation with South Harden football coach Nick Heller next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Are you ready to take your education to new heights? Whether you're a high school graduate, a working professional seeking career advancement, or someone looking to explore new passions, Ellsworth Community College has the perfect courses for you. ECC's experienced faculty and state-of-the-art facilities are dedicated to providing you with a top-notch educational experience. From hands-on programs to transfer-ready courses, Ellsworth has a wide range of options to suit your goals and interests. Line up a visit to Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls or visit ellsworthcollege.com and take that first step towards success today. Years of planning and months of construction have come to completion, and Parkersburg's all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust is now open. With the most modern technologies combined with a comfortable atmosphere, the new Greenbelt Bank and Trust gives you the best banking experience. Leading the way throughout North Iowa and now Parkersburg. Hi, this is Kyle Rice and our staff looks forward to showing off our new digs. Stop by right across from Quickstar in Parkersburg. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I now resume my conversation with South Harden football coach Nick Heller on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Big picture, your team is now 2-0 and in district play. Um, you know, things are looking good in your favor here throughout the first couple weeks of uh, the of the district season anyway. Um, what, just what's the, the vibe and the atmosphere around this team now that you guys are off to that 2-0 and start, still with a ton to play for here in district play? Yeah, I think the guys are really excited. Uh, I think that could have got a little bit of us this, of this week also. We really... I think all of them they got in the back of their mind knowing that this Grundy game is going to be a big game coming up. Um, so I think that probably didn't help with this week's preparation of not wanting to look past East Marshall, but just knowing as not as good a record coming up as we've seen. Um, really wanting to use this week, you know, to get ready for them. But I think a lot of them had in their mind that we got, we're getting ready for both. Um, so I don't know if that helped tonight or not. But it was some of our slop or, you know, contributed to some of that sloppy stuff that we did tonight. But definitely got to get a lot of things cleaned up for them. Uh, but I think our guys are really excited for the opportunity um, to to be in the position we're at, um, and and are are hungry for it. That's what I think is exciting for me as a coach. Is I think we're hungry for for that challenge to want to go face them. Uh, but we know we've got to play a lot better than we did tonight. Um, but now now we've got nothing to focus on but that. So hopefully that's what we can get done this week in practice. 
Yep, and they're uh, they're obviously five and zero coming off a big win over Columbus on Thursday night. So uh, they have an extra day of rest, I guess, under that they'll have under their belts uh, going into next week's game. But you know, that's a team. You know, a lot of people say they're as good as advertised. But your thoughts on what they're gonna bring to the table uh, coming up next week when you travel over there? Yeah, really good team. There's nothing. There's nothing they're not good at. When you watch them, there's there's no weaknesses. Um, line play good both both ways. Good, good skill guys, linebackers. Um, just, just good coach team. Good, all play well together. Complement each other well. Uh, really good quarterback, which I, you know sets you apart a ton in high school football. If you got a good quarterback, um, and he's a good one with uh, just running and passing both. No weaknesses. That's what's that's what's tough as a coach. You've got to go in there, and, and you're not going to find anything that you know we can exploit. Uh, we've got to go in there and just. Win the win the matchups and win the win the you know battles that are going to just be uh, you know head to head toe to toe type stuff. So definitely going to be a huge challenge for us. Uh, I think the guys are excited for it and are, and are hungry for it, but they've, we've got to show up and uh, play the way you know we've kind of talked all year we want to play and enforce that against Grundy, who's a really good team. We'll be doing you know trying to do the same thing back to us. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I think our guys are, uh, but definitely a big task. Uh, playing on their home field, their homecoming, um, and, and getting ready for them. All right, Coach, just about out of time, but any final thoughts you want to share about that uh, big win over East Marshall or, or about your program in general before we wrap up? Yeah, really big thanks to our, our entire community, um, our our pep rallies and everything today. Our, our parade got canceled with the rain, so that was kind of a bummer, but uh, really, really thanks, thankful for a good homecoming week. We had a lot of fun. I think our, our guys enjoyed it. Uh, and the festivities and pep rallies and all of our all the people that kind of go into that and having a great crowd tonight. We got to we got to like I said miss the rain, uh, so it's cool to see nice big homecoming crowd. We got to honor the 2003 state championship team tonight, so that was pretty fun to see those guys back and kind of being a part of our our pregame and sideline too. So big thanks to our fans and school for the support tonight. All right, South Harden football coach Nick Heller, thanks so much for the time, coach. Congrats on the win and best of luck next week against Grundy. You bet. Thanks for having me. More of the Brothers Market Coaches Show will continue next. KQCR 98.9 KQCR is 99 The Wave. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm joined by Clarksville football coach Darren Bolin. The Indians moved to 6-0 with a 62-22 road win over Turkey Valley on Friday night. Uh, coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time. Sounds like a hot start for your team, and uh, you're able to cruise to the win again here in this one over uh, a pretty good Turkey Valley team. They were coming in 3-1 and one overall. Uh, give me kind of a rundown on uh, how your team was able to start really quick in this one and then uh, ultimately uh, ultimately cruise to this big win here tonight. Yeah, you know, we, we've been uh, jumping on teams uh, really early, uh, I guess, the whole year, you know, with the exception of maybe Janesville, but uh, we took the opening kickoff back. Uh, Eli Schmidt took it back, and uh, our, you know, our blocking was excellent. And we just ran it up the middle, and uh, the speed took over again. And you know, and then the, the first drive that they had, we we held them three and out, and they punted. And I think we scored maybe on the second or third play of of that drive. And you know, we just we we had three touchdowns within the first four minutes of the game, and uh, it, it was it was big getting up early on those guys because uh, that was definitely a huge momentum boost for us. And, and uh, our, our guys were, were into it the whole night. Yeah. And could you just maybe speak a little bit more about that, that uh, getting up early on a team like that, knowing that, 
you know, a team like Turkey Valley, I mean, they're typically no pushover either. I mean, they were three and one coming into this one, but how critical is it against a team like that to really put them out of it early and, um, you know, lessen the chances of them, you know, coming back and really put them behind the eight ball like you guys did? Yeah, you know, they're, they they got great tradition there. You know, they've had a lot of success in the last couple of years. And, you know, it, this year was, you know, they graduated quite a bit. So they, they had some younger kids starting. And um, I think that was uh, the, the difference. You know, we had our experience that we have the upperclassmen to, kind of took over and, and, and dominated. So our, our offensive line did an outstanding job tonight. They dominated the trenches as, as did our defensive line. So they couldn't do much, you know, uh, Oliver Schmidt's a good back for him. And, uh, he, he had a lot of yards coming into the, the game and our defensive line just did an outstanding of outstanding job of, of, of plugging the holes and he didn't get much tonight. So very happy with, with how he played. Uh, last week, uh, when a, a couple of my colleagues did your game at Tripolo, one of them had mentioned to me just how uh, impressed they were with your offensive efficiency. And it sounds like early in this one, it was kind of the same thing, you know, three touchdowns in the first, whatever it was, four minutes of the game. Um, just talk about how your team has been able to be so efficient like that and what some of those keys have been to those uh, these quick starts that your team is uh, becoming known for. Well, it, it starts up front. You know, our our offensive line does an outstanding job of getting off the ball. Our, our tight ends, you know, really make our, our power play go with their down blocks. And they're getting off the football and, and getting up to a linebacker. And they're building that wall so that we can uh, get through those, uh, the first wave of defenders. And uh, it's just the, the confidence that the guys have right now is outstanding. And, and it just keeps growing. Um they're, they're, they're getting, uh, 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 you know, they're getting after it is what they're doing. And, and it's, they're being more physical and that's what we've kind of been stressing the last couple of weeks. And, uh, the guys are just responding. So coming into this game, um, McCade Bloker had the fifth most all purpose yards in all of eight man and the most, uh, yeah, the most rushing yards in all of eight man as well with, uh, 800 yards through, uh, five games entering tonight. Obviously, I'm sure uh, quite a bit more here tonight. Um, tell me just a little bit about uh, the luxury of having him and uh, what he was able to do tonight here against uh, Turkey Valley. Well, you know, it's it's the same old thing for him. You know, like I said, he's he's got power and speed. And, and tonight, uh, you know, the young guys from Turkey were a little hesitant on wanting to stick their nose in, in front of him. So uh, he did an outstanding job, had, you know, had a lot of yardage again tonight. And you know, uh, with him and Owen Baker in the backfield, Owen had a lot of yards tonight as well. He had a couple long runs for touchdowns. So, you know, it, it's it's we got a great backfield, and um, our line just does a great job for those guys. And uh, the hole might not be the biggest at all all the time, but our guys know where that hole is going to be, and and uh, they fire through there pretty quickly. So uh, we got a lot of firepower on offense. I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville football coach Darren Bola next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Butler Bremer Communications is a proud supporter of Saturday's Clarksville Coaches Corner segment here on 99 The Wave. Your friends at Butler Bremer cheer on the Indian football, volleyball, and cross-country teams and wish all students, teachers, and families a great school year. For school, business, farm, or personal needs, make sure you have dependable, high-speed internet from Butler Bremer Communications. They also provide Clarksville with dependable telephone and cable TV services. Butler Bremer Communications of Plainfield, bringing the world to Clarksville. 
One play can change the momentum in a game. And one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see Dave Eberline, your Farm Bureau agent in Clarksville. He can help you bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So, if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or a fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberline in Clarksville today and see how he can help protect what matters most. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. I now resume my conversation with Clarksville football coach Darren Bolin on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. On defense, um, you hold Turkey Valley to 22 points. That's a team that was coming off of a 76-point outing against Central Elkader the week prior. Um, obviously, you know, you hold Tripola to 14. I mean, you're holding a lot of teams. The most he gave up was 32, and that was all the way back in the season opener in week zero. Just uh, what would have been the keys defensively this year and how you guys have been able to fly around and, you know, sh- uh, for the most part, shut down opposing offenses? Yeah, you know, we, we, our mentality on defense is, is growing too and it's getting better where we have eight guys around the football. Um, a lot of times that, uh, you know, we just, we just had everybody around there and, and our, off- our defensive line did an outstanding job of stuffing the holes and everybody else filling their gaps and, and doing their job. So it's, it's, the mentality is there. And uh, they take pride in, in uh, that side of the ball as well. Obviously a big win for your team over Turkey Valley. Uh, any of your other guys uh, that you would like to recognize for their efforts uh, before we uh, move on to a couple other things here? Well, you know, Rex Ross, he's the leader on, on the offensive line and the defensive line. And he just he played an outstanding game tonight. He had a couple of can, uh, pancake blocks. And um, on defense, he was – um, taking care of his edge so that they couldn't get to the outside. Um, I, I think he had an outstanding game, so I want to definitely have a huge shout-out to Rex. You bet, and your team, um, you've been uh, cruising through your opponents. You're still undefeated at this point, and uh, you guys have a lot to play for yet. Uh, you obviously, you got GMG next week and Gladbrook Rhinebeck here in two weeks. That's probably going to be playing for the, uh, the that game between you and them. Is probably going to be for that uh, district title. Uh, just what's the kind of the atmosphere around the program, knowing that you guys have dominated teams and now you there's a, a whole lot ahead for you guys still to accomplish I'm sure you're playing for a whole lot here at this point yeah you know it's that's what we said after the game um tonight is that uh we we want to continue to get better you know and our mentality is we're not satisfied you know the we've had some games where the the, the score is not close but you know we're gonna have a, a tough game with Gladbrook Rhinebeck coming up and uh we we just got to continue to to work hard and and get to that level that Gladbrook Rhinebeck's at, and I think our guys are are doing just that. You know, they're working their butts off because they know that's going to be a, a huge game, and uh, not only for the district title, but I think it's you know playoffs uh, down the road. You know, about who we're going to get for for the playoffs. So uh, it's it's definitely a big game. And next week you're back at home after a couple weeks on the road here. You host GMG. That's a team that uh, lost three in a row to start the season, but they've won their last two after a 54-52 uh, close win over Tripoli here uh, on Friday night. So um, your thoughts on uh, them coming to your place and what they might uh, have to offer next week? Yeah, you know, it's our homecoming. So our, our kids are going to be pretty pumped up about that. And, you know, and their job for homecoming is to, to win the football game. So, you know, we're not going to definitely look past them and, uh, we got to take it one week at a time and 
and I'm sure they're they're excited about coming over here and and playing us and and we just got to be able to to stay focused on uh, what our job is and and that that is to win the football game. All right, coach, just about out of time, but anything else you want to share about the big win over Turkey Valley or about uh, your team in general before we wrap up here? Yeah, you know, I just very proud of the way our guys played tonight. You know, it, we had a lot of adversity with with the rain and and everything else, uh, and on the road and uh, against a, a traditionally a, a tough team. And I, I think our guys' confidence has grown tremendously. And um, there's there's some people that were doubting us this week, and I think we kind of squashed that a little bit. So I'm I'm very proud of the way our guys responded and played tonight. All right, Clarksville football coach Darren Boland, thanks so much for the time, coach, and uh, best of luck next week against GMG. All right, appreciate it. All right, more of the Brothers Market Coach Show will continue next. Buying groceries? Well, go to the Brothers Market mobile app for some great deals this week. That includes digital coupons on the mobile app like Jif Peanut Butter for $3.99, Smithfield Bacon for $3.99, another digital coupon, Pillsbury Cookies for $2.99, Sliced Loaf Cakes for $3.99, Sabra Hummus for just $2.49, and the app deal of the week from Brothers Market, Tyson Anytizers for just $2.99. Get that Brothers Market mobile app on your phone, save at checkout, Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Back one final time on this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. A big shout out to all of our area coaches for joining us on today's program. If you missed any of the show, find it on demand at radioonthego.com. No college football today on 99 The Wave as you and I is on their bye week. Our next local sportscast will be on Thursday night when the AGWSR volleyball team heads on the road to take on South Harden. 7.20 pregame, 7.30 first serve. And then week six, Applington Parkersburg will be at Central Springs. The rolling forward road to the Dome Warm-Up Show will begin at 6.15 p.m., 7 o'clock kickoff here on The Wave. Thanks for tuning in. I'm John Mowinkle reporting for Radio On The Go Sports. You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coach's Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.